up, everybody? Welcome back to the Chop Sports Fight Factory. If you hear the sound of my voice, it sounds a little bit different than what you're used to. Um, you're also not seeing any video. That is because Diamond Dave Sturcio and Flat Lever Chris have left Wrestling Rob and I to uh, not only just do a wrestling show for you guys, but no video either. Kind of getting the short end of the stick here, Rob. What do you think? I mean, they're kind of like, you know what, guys? Do this by yourself. You know, we want you to make a name for yourself. It's all right because when, when we do get rich, right, and mm-hmm. we do end up at the Hall of Fame why Disco Inferno's being inducted, we could be like, hey, Chop Sports with our merch on, our Chop Sports uh-huh. merch on for sure, but with the Fight Factory hat on and people want our autographs, why they, they could be taking video of us carrying our bags, I yeah, think. absolutely. And you could be making more T-shirts of us that uh, people aren't going to be buying. Um <laughs> We keep making these jokes at tongue-in-cheek. We have Chris behind the glass over there. They really didn't flat-leave us too much. I mean, Dave did. He's he's over there putting in his application to go work for uh, AEW to be uh, Tony Schiavone's lackey. Oh, yeah. So, Chris, uh, you know, you, you have the, the opportunity to say your final goodbyes here. Well... Let's not say let's not get ahead of ourselves as far as the final goodbyes. I'm still going to be here behind the glass on the interim because I don't trust the two of you on your own. So I was just having a conversation in there with Dave and he was like, uh, I think you should get in there. And I was like, yeah, I agree. I'm going to go in there and make sure that I got uh, Tommy. We got to monitor everything you say. So for at least a couple weeks, I'm going to be here. And look, guys, as far as the video goes, the equipment's here. We're kind of just taking the training wheels off. For Tommy, we know you've been doing the podcast game for a while, but get a rapport together. That's why I'm sitting in. And once you guys have your rapport, then we'll go back to the video. But if you want to do video right now, I'll slap on the camera. I don't think you do. I have no problem. I'll but stop here's it. the funny thing. You're sitting here saying that you have to watch what I say. Today on your daily show, he said he'd blow Bruce Jenner. Well, I definitely did not say I would blow Bruce Jenner. I think for a I cup said, of coffee, he said. Oh, yes, it's going to cost yeah. you a cup of coffee. A or were you referring to how long you would date him for? Was the cup of coffee? <laughs> I was like, wow, that's. Cheap. And it was Caitlin. I said I would date, not Bruce. Just fair, so we're fair, clear, there is a difference. You're right. We are very PC here at Chop Sports. Um, so yeah, going forward, uh, we're going to kind of put MMA on the back burner. We might have some MMA shows uh, with the big UFCs that are coming up when uh, Chris doesn't have ten thousand things on his plate. Um, but right now, we have plenty of wrestling to talk about, Rob. Um, first things first. Woo! Ric Flair is training to make his comeback. Uh, he's been training with Jay Lethal. Why? 73 years old. 73. Could you imagine? First of all, I'm 35, okay? We went to a Yankee game like three weeks ago. And we were walking up the, the the stairs to get to our seats, and I'm with uh, Chris's friend Joe, and he's stepping up over seats instead of going up an aisle. And I go to do it, and I'm like, bro, my legs don't work like that anymore. I'm 35. I could not imagine being 73 years old, heart attack. The man's was on his deathbed about two years ago. Remember that? Yep. And here we go again, 73 years old. Where's he going to be? At the uh, Nashville Fairgrounds? It's going to be on Fight TV, though. So I'm interested to see how many people get in there and watch that. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's for Jim Crockett Promotions, which Jim Crockett's been in, that promotion's been around since Moses wore short pants. That's pretty cool, though, that he's doing that, because that's, like, pretty much where Ric Flair became Ric Flair. Yeah, but here's my question. Uh, again, why? <laughs> I don't get it. It's it, Listen, it always goes back to maybe money, you know, because with Ric Flair, you never know. He's also coming off another divorce. Yeah. You know, I mean, we don't want to get into his personal life that much, I guess. I don't know why. I really don't. And when I saw the videos with him and Jay Lethal, I'm like, he could kind of go. He could still go. It's not like the man can't go. It's Ric yeah, Flair. he could still go, but you still have that potential oh, yes. of his heart bursting in the ring i mean it's like uh what's his name from the wrestler randy the ram i watched that movie the other night it's so funny that you said that it's such a good movie i was about to say the first time you saw it no it's a a great movie but back to rick the funny thing about this is charlotte is going on like a hiatus now from wwe for a couple months she's getting married to andrade so congratulations to them i wonder if wwe will make her let her make an appearance there you think you think that'll happen? 
I mean, if she's not performing, I don't think they're going to have a problem with it. Showing up on Fight TV with her dad. Well, uh, when I was talking to uh, to a source over at Fight TV not that long ago, they were contemplating on Fight TV being at WrestleMania. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. So, I mean, listen, I think it's a very dangerous decision. Yeah. And from what I'm seeing, it's going to be like a, a six-man. Supposedly, it's like FTR and somebody. Maybe it's FTR and Tully, maybe, but they already got rid of Tully and AEW. So I don't know. But it's FTR and somebody and Ric Flair and Rock and Roll Express. That's what I'm seeing. That, oh and that's what you're going to – that's going to bring Ric Flair – like if I'm Ric Flair and you you know how Ric Flair acts, Ric yeah. Flair is – I am the man and I like I think I'm – Confident in myself, Ric Flair is very confident in himself. Yeah, uh, it it reminds me of. You remember when New Jack fought that like eighty year old guy? Oh yeah, the guy. Uh, what was that guy's name? I forgot about something. Him, Joe. Yes. He couldn't get something hurt. Or Joe. Something. His last yeah. name was his name was like something Joe, mm-hmm. and his claim to fame was that he feels no pain. Yeah. That's kind of what these vibes that I'm getting from Ric Flair, and <laughs> you know, Rick, I love you to death, but. I don't want to see you die on Fight TV for somebody paying 30 bucks. Nah. It, it's just, it's sad, dude. It's very yeah. sad. He doesn't need to do it anymore. No. He doesn't. He's done it. How many times are we going to hear this is Ric Flair's last match? I mean, it's not like, like TNA wasn't the last place that he was. He eventually went back to WWE. And had a great moment. Yeah. He had like, if you went back to like WrestleMania moments, him and Sean's moment is probably top three all time. I would put that up there maybe at number one. Number one. Hold on. So so that means you're going to pass on Rock Hogan just being in the ring with each other, which which I wouldn't say that's number one, but it's definitely top five, like it, WrestleMania well, moment. Five, but th- Undertaker loss is a, is a top uh, five see, WrestleMania moment. It is, but I wouldn't put that at number one because – and. I don't dislike Brock Lesnar, but I don't think Brock Lesnar should have been the one to do it. Oh, absolutely not. I think it should have been Shawn Michaels to do it. I don't. I think it should have been Randy Orton to do it. Could say Randy too, but that moment with Ric Flair, the whole, you know, when Shawn Michaels said, I love you right before Mm -hmm. he kicked him, and you see Ric Flair crying as he's hitting You saw grown men crying. Yeah. You know, that's definitely to me like a number one WrestleMania moment. Cool, uh, cool spot. It's just, uh, but then you know he goes. He was over at TNA, and I think that kind of tarnished his. It's Ric Flair, I guess, gets down on himself and goes on Twitter and lets people know about it. I mean, all the times he said, said bad things about Vince, uh, Triple H. He gave Triple H his NWA belt, and he's trying to get it back from Triple H now because all the stuff's <laughs> going on. It's just, it's Ric Flair doesn't do Ric Flair any justice by going mm-hmm. out here and doing this. He should just. Sit back, relax, do his podcast. I mean, he just got into it. The what's the um, Martin? What's the guy's name? He's um ah man. He had a podcast with um the guy Martin. He was in WCW. I know you know who he is. He's a big guy, big uh, wrestling. Are you talking guy. about the guy that he fired off the podcast? Yes, yeah. But they've been <laughs> friends for like thirty something years, dude. Yeah, and it's like he just he's burning bridges left and right after he got divorced again. And now you're going out there and wrestling at 73 years old when you're in Atlanta with Quavo on Monday night. Uh, or what did, what did, Dan, what did uh, Dave call him? Quavo? Quavo. Quavo. <laughs> Ric Flair's living the life of like how he lived when he was in his 30s. And yeah. it's going to cost him. I think it is, too. I mean, I guess it's cool because he's in a three-man tag with, with, or with the Rock and Roll Express. And this is their farewell tour. So I hope this is Ric Flair's. Farewell match. Here's why I don't think it's going to be. Because <laughs> he needs I, money. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not even just the fact that he probably does need money. But people are going to show out to this thing. This is the day after yeah. SummerSlam. Okay? It's July 31st. It's in Nashville. It's at the fairground. So it's outside. People are going to be feeling themselves. There's going to be a ton of people there. And it's in the South, bro. It's it's mm-hmm. it's wrestling lore. It's people come Rick out Flair of their from. people come out of their shacks for this. Yeah, people put yeah. on the good overalls for this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's it's they put on it's the, time to wait, go. Wait, time out. Time out. <laughs> Grandma makes the apple pie the day before. <laughs> they put on the good overalls for this. That was good. They do. It's that their Sunday good. best. You know what I mean? It's just not too many times you get to see Ric Flair at the fairgrounds in Nashville. You know what I'm saying? No. I guess it'll be fun. I just, 
I'll be happy not paying for it. I don't want to see. I don't want to pay to see Ric Flair die. I really don't. <sighs> Listen, we almost paid to see somebody else die this week. Well, actually, it was for free. Yeah, no, we well, didn't we'll pay get to for that, that later. We'll, yeah, we'll get to that <laughs> later. So, um, you know, good luck to you, Rickers. It's it was nice seeing him roll around in there with Jay Lethal, um, who I love Jay Lethal to death, um, but. I just don't know how this is going to go. Never really understood Jay Lethal. Really? That's a whole different discussion. Yeah. Really? Never got him, man. I just, I never, I, he to me, there's, listen, when I think of wrestlers, right, I put wrestlers in these categories. So Big Show, Braun Strowman, Jay Lethal, guys that I look at when they wrestle and I look at their faces and I could tell it's fake right away. Okay. I could, like, Big Show is seven foot three, monster. He should be when he's doing moves. It should be powerful. You should be. There should be no reason anybody. Should, not that you can't do something to him because of course, just you have to do yeah, something. Yeah, you could. But I don't need shoot, to see a seven three. I don't see need to see a, a seven foot three guy who's supposed to be a monster and a giant win a championship and cry. I don't. That to me doesn't make sense. I also don't want to see a seven foot three, five hundred something pound man lose to a five foot eight. Ray Mysterio. No, but I mean, <laughs> I get that. Yeah, that too. But but there's ways to make him lose. Like right. if Ray would have went there with chairs, and then like there's ways to tell stories. But I just I can never Jay Lethal. I can't believe in his his wrestling is really good, but it's his promos and the way he his facials during a match. I can't I can't buy into it. I think it's I can tell it's a hundred percent. I don't want to use the f word. Yeah, don't. but I can tell it's not as generic. Not generic, as real as if you go turn on 1998 Raw, I don't even care, or, or, or Nitro for that matter. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't even care what day you picked on. I don't care what match you put it on. You're like, that looks real to me. It yeah. don't matter who's in the ring. You know what I mean? You look yeah. at this now, you're like, yeah, the game's kind of changed a little bit. It has changed. Um, we'll, we'll talk more about Jay Lethal as we get to the uh, AEW section of the show. But right now, we're going to keep it with WWE. So, <clears throat> I see down here in our notes, we're going to be unifying the tag team champions on Raw this on week. On SmackDown. Or SmackDown. Well, Why? hopefully. Who knows? <laughs> Why are we giving shit away? I get it. It's on the Peacock Network. Everybody's paying five ninety nine for it. Blah, blah, blah. That's a pay-per-view caliber match. You're unifying Raw and SmackDown belts. That needs to be on a pay-per-view. There are some things that need that could be on Raw and could be on SmackDown and things during the week like they used to do back in the day, but we're, we're kind of seeing something like this a little bit too much now. I don't understand. So your champion is not going to be on Hell in a Cell, right? Right. Yeah, we'll get to that so in a little bit. So why wouldn't you? I mean, I get we were supposed to get this last month at mm-hmm. Backlash. Didn't happen. They, put, they did the six-man, right? So I get that they feel the need that they owe it to everybody, whether it's going to be a screwy finish or what. It's got to be. It ha- I, that's what I think. I think that that's what's going to happen, and they're going to put it on Hell in a Cell for it's going to be in the mm-hmm. cell, blah, 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 which it should have been. Just tell us that. What are you straight yeah, us along for? You don't need to, you don't need to do this. Um, you, you don't need to do it this way. I think it's a million times easier to just put it on Hell in a Cell and just keep promoting, doing promos, excuse me, uh, all the way up to it. Because we don't know, like you said, we don't know what's happening with Roman. Um, we know he's going to be taking some time off. We don't understand why. There's a few theories that are out there as to why. I really hope it's not true. Um, what, what, what are these theories? I haven't... I just I just heard it was like I mean I haven't really looked into it either. I know he's he's kind of taking the like the kind of the Brock approach. That's I heard that too. Some people have been saying that there's a possibility that the cancer might be coming. Oh man, I, I was gonna I was thinking you're going towards like Hollywood. If I don't know how the, true the the other part oh, of it is, but I mean it's, it's not true. it's not out of the realm of possibility from from what I've been reading. So I, I really hope. That's not it. I hope not either because the guy's been on the best run, the run that we've all been waiting for. Yeah, for three. Not I won't even say three years. Probably like f- almost five years now. Yeah, I've been I've been a Roman Reigns fan since from Jump, uh, even when everybody was hating him, because to me he looks like somebody. He looks like a guy who's supposed to be a wrestler. Um, I wish the Shield went a little bit longer. 
you know, where he was actually the leader of the shield instead of having Seth Rollins as the guy who was the leader of the shield. But I understand he's the big guy. They made him the muscle. It worked. Mm-hmm. It did. Um, but, you know, as we were sitting there talking about the Roman Reigns and now we're talking about the Usos who have the longest tag team. Uh, SmackDown tag yeah, team champions. 300 days. Awesome. That's can pretty. I make, can I make my prediction on what's going to happen? You said it's pay-per-view caliber. They shouldn't do it. They're not going to. They're going to. It's going to almost happen. Something's going to go wrong, and then they're going to still be able to use that later on down the line. It should have happened in the past. They're going to milk this like they usually do. That's what I think they're doing. Because I hope we were supposed to get it with the the pay per view after WrestleMania, and then they turn into a six man, and now they're like, well, well, we're going to do it on SmackDown Friday. So it's like, all right, but then again, Roman Reigns, who has both of your championships, isn't on the pay per view. So you're not. You're just not going to have. You need something's got to be big. You can't just have like this. Isn't I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, this isn't for, a Saturday in Carteret for two is, for two pay per views to go by, and neither one of those championship belts are being defended. Not a good look. Not a good look. Not at a all. good look at all. Um, so uh, and and you still have the intercontinental belt that's that's kind of floating out there in the breeze. Do do we even have a a potential contender for Ricochet's belt? It's just being like it's like they don't care. No. Well, what's his name? Will Osprey is looking for a home. I hear that, and so is uh, uh, Koshi Abuda. I saw that too, uh, and I that's both. That's both of them with New Japan having the problem. You know, they're not going to sign with AEW since AEW is working with New Japan. That's true too. You know what I mean? Why would that? Why? Well, who knows when that's going to end? That might end yeah. after the Forbidden Door thing. Ah, man, I would like. Would I like to see Will Ospreay and Ricochet go again? Yes. Do I want to see the 8 million misty flips and all that shit? No. No, Ospreay and Rollins, they have, like, real beef on, on like, in real life beef. Like, Twitter, they're at it all the time. They both, I mean, I think Rollins is definitely top three. Wrestling-wise, can, he can go with anybody. Ospreay is a machine. Yeah. So, it's just the the whole. How many you know high spots can you do in I, one I match before you, people are sitting there looking at it like, okay, now we know this is really bullshit. Like, try to do real well a little bit. That's why those guys always work so well in NXT because like it's like a younger audience. A lot, I think, more like NXT fans because they live in Florida and like a lot mm-hmm. of them like uh, they're so used to the indie guys because they know. About who's coming next or who to look out for, you know what I mean? Yeah. So when these guys show up to NXT, it's like, all right, and people are all on my own. Then they get to the main roster. You have people who, you know, WWE is global, and some people only get cable in certain parts of this country, so they don't get NXT. Well, they weren't getting NXT enough to go on the line to look when it was on uh, WWE Network. You know what I'm saying? So, ah, man, Will Ospreay, boy. That would be exciting. It's, uh, you know, it, it's definitely interesting. And, uh, like, again, we still don't know why the belt isn't being defended at Hell in a Cell. And, Chris, you might be right as to something might be going off screwy this this Friday where maybe it's a disqualification and the belts don't change hands. That's very that's something that could take place, and then it goes into Hell in a Cell, which I'd almost rather see. It's It's kind of obvious, but... You're, you're unifying the belts on SmackDown. What do you think about unifying them on Raw, which is a is show that everybody watches is more? Is something happening Friday? Like, in like what's know. Friday? Is Friday, is, something, is Friday a big day? Is, I don't I, understand I why, mean, I why they of. want the views people tuning into SmackDown for so bad. Well, I guess because SmackDown's considered like the fight factory of Chop Sports, the B-show that you know, they think no people <laughs> but it's don't on really Fox. pay attention to. But it's on Fox, though. so it's That's all right. Uh, I really don't know. I don't. I really don't know why they want people to watch SmackDown. So obviously, something big is going to happen on SmackDown. They want people watching it for a reason. So whether it's the title change hands or somebody new comes or something, this is not titles ain't changing hands. So hell in the cell, in my yeah, opinion. no, without a doubt, I'm definitely with you on that one. And if it does, there's going to be an immediate rematch at Hell in a Cell. If no matter what, if the titles change hands Friday or Hell in a Cell, does the brand split end? And God, it has to. Do they just do one tag team championship? Are they done with SmackDown and 
I mean, I hope that they are. Um, you know, I'm a little tired of the brand split. I didn't like it in the very beginning when they first did it, when they split up the Dudley Boys, and, you know, they took Triple H from Raw and put him on SmackDown. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? I understand they try and do it to keep it fresh because they have so many wrestlers. I just think it's better off to keep carrying the storylines on from Monday to Friday. Like they used to do. Yeah. It, it, it makes more opportunity for... It gets... See, here's the thing: is now instead of back in the '90s, there's way more people want to be wrestlers now. Mm-hmm. So there's the roster is so extended. So, Not that many of us that want to be managers. Damn it! <laughs> it's true though. But now you got the Intercontinental Title, the, the United States Title, SmackDown, uh, whatever. Let's just call it the, t- the Tag Team Championship. You get, and then you have the Women's Belt now, mm-hmm. the Women's Tag Team, and then they're going to have to. Un- I think they unify the Women's Belt at next WrestleMania for some reason. I'm going to call them out. I'm going to say it's going to be a, a fatal four way, and it's going to be all the originals like Bailey, Sasha, Becky, Charlotte. Mm. That's a main event caliber unification. Yeah, match right there. But you, you have to be able to tell storylines and get these belts on TV. You can't have. Let's watch Monday just for Raw's titles and then expect me to remember all the way till next Monday and when you're still putting SmackDown guys on Raw anyway. Because yeah, the stories start to get cold and people it's, forget. Yeah, it's true, man. It's it, they, whew, they need to do something. Yeah, we, we, I think there's going to be some good things happening in the end. So one more topic before we go to break. We, we started talking about Roman uh, not being in Hell in the Cell and he's now been replaced by the kingdom Cody Rhodes. I think it's a good move. On the poster? Yeah. I mean, yeah. look look what just happened. Raw tonight is in, like, Norfolk, Virginia. It is a legitimate sellout. Why do you think that is? Oh, for Cody. The well, it's in, Virgi- it's in Virginia. Yeah. It's down south. Cody Rhodes. The perfect thing they could have did was put Cody Rhodes on did that poster. Did you see the... Uh, uh, the video with the guy pretending to be Dusty. That was in Trenton, I think. Yeah, the dude's from Jersey. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah the dude was Trenton. from Jersey. That was He's, pretty cool. I didn't realize that we were. <laughs> I was friends with the guy on Facebook. Oh, you from, know him from a from a wrestling group that I was in. Um, <laughs> he had friended me a while. I'm like, holy shit, that is that guy. His his uh, impression of Dusty Rhodes was so perfect, and it was Seth Rollins that spotted him out when they were wrestling. It wasn't Cody. Seth spotted him while they were wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seth spotted him, and that's how the whole spot went off. Like nobody's shown the video of Seth interacting with the guy, just Cody. But it was perfect. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Cody's been doing all. Cody has been the modern day with the fans. I would say like he was the modern day Bret Hart. How Bret would come out and he'd have something to give to the fans, and he. Always paid attention to the fans. Nobody's really given anything to the fans like that. Probably since who comes out and gives? Oh, Bailey, maybe Bailey's headband or the Rock does it when he. Well, he'll he'll come out and go off script and go. Remember up when to Ravishing Rick Rude used to come out and give him kisses? Give them lady <laughs> kisses. Couldn't do. Imagine if you did that today, right, oh, Mister Steel Girl? Charge. No, but I mean, like as far as like Brett coming out and giving the glasses, right? Or, out moms you know what I mean? Things crowd. like that. Chris is so stuck on the 80s wrestling. It's great. I love it. There's a funny, you know, obviously you know who Rey Mysterio is, right, Chris? I do. There's a funny thing. So Rey Mysterio, when he comes out into the crowd, when he comes out and does his entrance, he, anytime he sees a fan with a mask on, he'll go up to him and he'll grab their heads and he'll like put his head on their head. He's been doing it for years, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a story out there on Reddit or Twitter that when he does these things, he'll like grab a kid or grab and he'll be like, do something with your fucking life. And walk away, like, keep going to the thing. Like, not like, hey, kid, thanks for coming. He'd, he'd grab every kid and be like, do some of your fucking life. And just keep walking. I mean, imagine if that's not true. a bad bit of advice, though. <laughs> it's not. But here's my question to you before we go to break, now that we're talking about Rey Mysterio. For those couple years in WCW, he didn't have a mask on. His mask was taken off. Mm-hmm. I thought when it comes to luchador wrestling that when their mask is removed, they're not allowed to put another mask on. They have to win, like they have to like win it back, basically. Like if you there's um there's a whole thing about that. Like the whole Conan was trying to talk to Eric Bischoff about making it a match between Rey Mysterio and Juventud Guerrero because they were both mm-hmm. wearing masks. Right. He said if you're gonna do it, make it a 
like that's like a big thing in Mexican wrestling is taking somebody's mask. Yeah, like, it's you have huge. mask collectors, and it's like an embarrassment. And he's like, if we're gonna do it, let's really do it. But you know, Eric was like, no, let's do it. Make it look like the NWOs, make it fun of them, and blah 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 blah. Which is Eric's show. It's Eric's show, and that's what they decided to do. So uh, I'm pretty sure, like he had the he I'm. I'm pretty sure I've heard Cohen say like he had to go like back and wrestle in Mexico and win his mask back. So basically. now, just to be clear, Rey Mysterio is a lucha, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, and yeah. so is uh, who's the other guy you named? Conan? No, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie, well, no, Eddie Guerrero. Who So wouldn't that be disrespectful to them? Being that if they're going to sit there and kind of shit on the Mexican wrestling culture and say, well, it's well, not really they show. were pissed. Yeah. They, they talk about being like pissed about it. Like, but, right. but they're paying you. But, you he, do said, but he said, listen, that's why Quentin said, if we're going to do it, let's do it with a mask versus a mask, not just you. If you, I beat you, you got to buy me a hot dog. That, that's or whatever like the, the most disrespectful if it's, if it's a, a fucking gringo so taking your now, mask. Now, just to, for clarification, because I don't know. Bischoff was like, oh, good idea, but we're going to actually just use that idea but make fun of it and use these two guys, even though... he didn't. They didn't use Juventus Guerrero at all. Oh, okay. they just, it was like Kevin Nash, who was oh, Diesel, all right, all right. and yeah. it was NWO. So then that makes more sense to me, because I couldn't imagine nah, they didn't pitting the two guy. Mexican wrestlers against each other and, and making a mockery of nah, their culture. No, they just did it against him, but he, he, he was trying to get it. I mean, it's not Vince McMahon. Nah. <laughs> Vince McMahon wrestled God once. Did you know that? I believe it. Did he, did he win? <laughs> I would the, imagine he won. Uh, no. I don't, I don't remember. No, because God left, and Shawn Michaels was there to fend for himself. Jesus left him stranded. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. I love that we're talking about that. I'm shocked that Shawn Michaels actually let Vince do that, because he was saved at that point. It's Vince that's, McMahon, man. Vince yeah. McMahon. When it comes to Shawn, Vince McMahon has said, has, has, has eaten crow. As many times as possible because it was Shawn Michaels. I'm shocked they got that like approved to do. It's a lot of things that I'm shocked that Vince McMahon got approved to do. Bro, do rag Vince. That alone. It was like that okay. error. Do rag Vince is there's, he's a legend. <laughs> that might have been like his next thing. He might have been wearing a do rag in the ring for the Jesus thing. I'm serious. Do rag Vince. Triple H having sex with a corpse. May Young giving birth to a hand. The. Um, Come on out here, you hard R. Or not hard R, but just R. What? You don't, you don't know the clip where he's like, come on out here, you rapist. You no, don't know that clip? Oh, that. I'm going to send you the meme. Yeah. Vince. No. Have you ever seen Vince called Booker T the N-word? No, I did. I did That's see a real the thing clip, too. but it was blurred out. <laughs> I've seen Booker T call Hulk Hogan the N-word, too. <laughs> well, well, The most can. famous WCW so, video out there. That is pretty funny, though. But, uh, yeah, man. I just... Whew. Yeah, it's it's some interesting times that we have going on. But back to Cody, um, how long do you think they put the belt on him? Because they're going to have to. Put which point. belt are we talking about? The heavyweight championship. Not for until another year and a half. Think so? Unless something drastically happens, like what we were just talking mm. about. God for and I knock on what I pray that doesn't happen. I hope. Yeah, I hope it's not just either. for because the, he's on the run of his life, dude. Mm-hmm. Of like he's on a run. You would look at Hogan eighties, Austin getting the belt in ninety eight. There's also another theory that they're scaling him. Is this what I mean? It's just theories yeah. that you're hearing. He's. I heard the same thing. That no. He's going on like the Brock thing. They're, like they're scaling months. him back to set it up with the Rock for next yes, year's. Because how do you? How, I mean, honestly, how? What are you just going to give bury people all year? I mean, that's what you'd be doing. Yeah, but with the Rock, I mean, does the Rock end up winning? That's the thing, bro. You don't know. You really don't know. Like, it, I like, hope that that's it. Dude, I hope that it's The Rock, and I hope it's not with the other stuff that people are saying. I hope so, too. I don't want to it, it would be hard for him to do a year of television and a year of uh, pay-per-views with knowing we are going to know. I mean, obviously, anything can happen, mm-hmm. but we're all going to know whoever he's facing is going to lose, no matter who it is. I mean, the only people I could honestly, if they put him up in a year, I'd be like, maybe if they put Randy Orton, I'd be like, oh, right, well, Randy might have a shot to get him. But if they put Drew, even if they put Drew at SummerSlam in in England, I'd be like, nope, not going to happen. Because I know it's gonna it's leading to WrestleMania right. 39 with The Rock in, in Hollywood. You know what I mean? So Yeah, and they've been building this. I like the way that they've been building this with the whole head of the table. You know, they're, they they're, have to do it that way. I, I like the way that they're doing that. Yes. I like the way that they're doing that. Um, and I'm sure 
like Rikishi and them are helping. Oh, him it could with be all a whole. This. It could be a whole thing, and then they could do a family versus a family. They well, that's what I. That's thing, what I think dude. it is because if you think about it, like The Rock was the head of the table for all those years for for the NOI family. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you watch WWE's Evil when they're talking about Roman Reigns, you have Rikishi on there talking about well, you know, he's feeding the family now. Like I could see them turning Going that, that for around. the Rock, you know, coming at, coming in as the face. Like, you who's know. feeding what family? Like mm-hmm. I feed this family. Blah, 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 I, blah. That that's how I could see it, and I think it's going to be the great way to go. I really hope that's the way they're doing it. But brother, we're going to go talk about some of our sponsors, take a break, and then we're going to come back talking about AEW, where Dave right now is in the other room, wishing that he was in right now. He's prepping his commentary work with Tony Schiavone. Guys, it's time to give the big seasoning companies the big FU. They've been lying to you for years, manipulating the numbers, rounding down the calorie counts, and adding shit that's not even food quality without your knowledge. Dude's Gourmet is the best natural seasonings with no additives, no filler, and no caking agents, just pure flavor. Head on over to dudesgourmet.com right now and choose one of their premier rubs from their espresso rub, everything minus the bagel, sweet baby Jesus, or how about their pizza dudes got 30 seconds. Put Dude's Gourmet Seasonings and Rubs on all of your favorite burgers, steaks, seafood, vegetables, anything that needs that extra kick. Right now, get free shipping for orders over $50 with the promo code OSHIP. That's a capital O. Follow them on Instagram at Dude's Gourmet. Visit their website right now, dudesgourmet.com. Established in 2017, the Feel Good Factory is here for all of your high-quality CBD products. All products are manufactured in Long Island, New York in an ISO 6 clean room. They create everything from creams, gummies, and even pet products, and always third-party tested and curated with quality ingredients. They offer shipping throughout the USA and offer curbside delivery on Mondays and Fridays. Right now, if you use the promo code CHOPSPORTS, you'll get 25% off of all products. Call them today at 888-519-1139 or visit their website, thefeelgoodfactory.com, or on Instagram at thefeelgoodfactorycbd. All right, everybody, we are back, and it is time to talk about some all elite wrestling. Um, so we're going to kick everything off, uh, wrestling Rob, with the best heel in the game right now, MJF. A lot of rumors going around saying that MJF is wanting out of his contract, that you know he wants to be paid a little bit extra scuttle up front before uh, 2024. Um a lot of stuff going on in, in the background. Who knows what's really true? Could this just be MJF playing into his character? We don't really know, and that's the, the beauty of it all. Or could there really be legit heat between him and Tony Khan? Because Tony Khan kind of gave him the uh, the handshake deal. What do you think? Listen, MJF is probably, if not one of the biggest free agents there's going to be in 2024. I think he's getting bored in AEW. He's doing another storyline where it's the same exact storyline he did with Chris Jericho. Mm. Literally to a T, it's been the same thing. Ten lashes. Uh, You're going to face Sean Spears. You're going to do this. Like, are you kidding me? This is what we're doing here? The same thing? All right, well... Here, here's this. I'm the best promo right now, probably in the business. Without a doubt in the business. Who's doing a better promo than him? Right in the business right now, probably nobody. Serious. And, I, and I, you know how I feel about AEW. I try mm-hmm. to watch it. I watch as much as I can. When MJF comes on, I watch. No matter what, I oh, watch. Yeah. Because and they the- set him up perfect to do that promo in Long Island with his people there. I mean, he was the most over walking out of there. I actually want to go out and buy a Burberry scarf right now. I have so much to say about that Long Island crap. One, this is why I can't stand CM Punk. And I know we're talking about MJF. We'll get back there in one second. This is why I think he wants out of there, though. This all has to do with MJF wanting out of there. And, of course, and he said it himself, whoever gives me the most money, I'm going to go. It doesn't matter if it's Vince or Tony Khan. Whoever gives it to me, I'm going to go. So he's asking for more money, one, because he's worth it. But Tony wants more years. People in the back are getting really mad because if you're going to do it for him, either way, yeah, this is turning a, into WCW Scott Hall, Kevin Nash all over. It, again. it sets a bad precedence, and you know I can almost give Tony Khan credit for not doing that because 
How does Chris Jericho not go in and be like, okay, well, you're paying him more. Why aren't you paying me more? Like, do they have a favored nations contract? How does nobody here? else go? Uh, any anybody? How does Darby Allen? Like, did you not just see what I did? But from my body, how? Uh, yeah, we'll anyway, but do you know? Do you get what I'm saying? How anybody yeah. could go in there and say that next? Like, it's turning into WCW all over again. And I get it. You have money. It, it's understandable. And you don't, it's not the time to lose anybody either. No. And that's the, 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 the genius of MJF is like, it's every week now you're seeing something with Tony Khan and MJF is, and then the locker room's getting mad. And, bro, how do you expect the guy to feel? And I get it. It's, it's storyline and it is what it is. MJF, Punk, their last rivalry. Punk mm. comes out with a shirt, the four pillar shirt, and says, "Oh, I replaced you with Britt Baker," and now people are wearing that shirt. What do you, what, bro? What? What are you talking about? You came here because of me, whether he did or not. But I think that's what it is. He came there because I mean, it ain't like Tony Khan's paying. CM Punk more than Vince would have, right? Like, no, he probably would have. No, I, I know Tony Khan's got money, but no, they you're probably not that seen. stupid up front. Yeah. I mean, or maybe he is. I mean, I'm sure everybody's saying he's Tony coked out Khan. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but uh, MJF, I mean, the best heel in the business, and you know, 2024 is right around the corner. He's even making jokes about that in his promos about what you don't want to talk about 2024, and neither does a guy in the back. Like, ooh. And you know they're they're not they're not scripted over there. No, Some guys are going out there saying what they feel like saying. And here's the thing that that makes me laugh about the AEW faithful. Right? They love CM Punk. Oh, that pipe bomb was the best. But then they're talking shit about MJF. Good, let him go. Well, wait a minute. What's the difference? What's the difference? CM Punk did it in WWE, and you're blowing him for it. MJF is doing it right now. Why? Because he's not the all elite team where everything that they do over there, you're not reinventing the wheel. No, they're not. They really are. Everybody's over there. It's like everyone's trying to be the new NWO, the new DX. Like even look at the black pool combat club. If you look at their logo. Mm-hmm. It looks a little familiar. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, I get it. And that whole three belt bullshit for the, the triple tag team. You know, Dave was like, well, they do that in Lucha. Okay, they do that in Lucha. They do that in the other thing. Uh, TN, well, uh, Ring of Honor was doing that too, weren't they? The yeah, six-man tag? I just I think it's ridiculous. I love the Freebird rule. Yeah. I think that's great mm-hmm. where anybody could be holding the belt at any time. It, yeah. It, I think that's awesome because um, you can have one person as the hype man while you have your two best in there. It, it works great for a heel tag team. Yes. Yeah. Um, but... You know, with MJF, does he fit in with WWE, though? I don't think it matters, dude. And honestly, I, I think he does. Why wouldn't he? He's just, he's, because uh, he's WWE, WWE is all business. Yeah, but Let's he's not remember. scripted. I understand that. It'll be worked around, and you'll know right away if he's yeah. not, if he doesn't like it. And I think to be uh, see, no, I don't think I was going to say maybe they go the NXT route, but I would I would not do that. No way, I that, wouldn't. That'd I be would burying him. I'd have him show up and start a faction, either beating up Cody or adding Cody, something. You know what I mean? I think it would be him and Cody. It, this was my prediction. It's funny because I was thinking about that on the way over here when I knew that you and I were going to at least you and I were going to be talking about this. He shows up. To WWE and Cody gets in his face like you know why are you here trying to take my shine and then they go at it mm-hmm. and I think that that could be a whole year long could be a long time thing screwing each other over uh-huh but then they you also they both they both kind of are the same person dude I'm wearing a suit I'm wearing a suit I always look like a million bucks I I mean Cody's promos no one were near his promos but I mean no. like as far as I am the shit and you're nothing. They could both play that heel work. Yeah, and, and I love MJF as a heel because, as Chris is always talking about the 1980s wrestlers, he is your quintessential late, 80, late 80s, 90s heel where he powders out of the ring when the face gets in there. Mm-hmm. You don't see, like, you're not seeing him and Wardlow touching at all. You know why? Because they're going to make you pay to see it. Yeah, it's true. They're it, not going to give it away for free on TNT. They're killing Wardlow right now, what they're doing Wardlow. But back to CM Punk You mean for a uh, Goldberg? <laughs> Why? Why with the handcuffs? Why with the security? Why? Because you, you have, couldn't think of nothing else, dude. Because you have the, And I'll give your boy nothing credit. Nothing else? I'll give your boy credit, Mr. Gilberti, Disco Inferno. 
is the one that went out on Twitter and said, and even on the podcast saying that they are blatantly doing the entire Goldberg storyline all over again. When Goldberg was being brought out there by the cops and he had to be handcuffed because you have WCW writers in the back like Arn Anderson that are helping do these storylines. I can't believe it, bro. I'm like, dude, that's why I'm, I saw the whole MJF Wardlow storyline again, the same Jericho thing. And then I see that and I'm like, what is, are they just going in the garbage can? Like, all right. This one works. We'll use this yeah. one last month. Go ahead, slide it up there to work again. They're insulting the AEW fans and But they're not. No, they love it, dude. Of course Have they Have you do. seen what's been on Twitter lately about Aubrey Edwards? How fans are getting mad about because she's always in the middle of the matches and she's she, the people are yeah. getting mad at her. And I've been saying this on this show probably since the first I've been here. She disrupts every match just with her facials. But there, I saw the video that was made with uh, her on the Chris Jericho podcast, right? Well, well, I didn't see There's that. a post that was going around on Facebook and Twitter where she was on Chris Jericho's podcast. And she's like, yeah, everybody sees me making all the faces. And then they're showing all the parts where, like, she's almost stealing the show in the match. She does it every single match. I mean, I get it. Now, I mean, I've always said this. I would think the NFL, I can't believe the NFL doesn't do this. Or hockey or MLB is where they should have a show with before before the game, after game, or referees during the week, where it's like a reality show, like Real Housewives, but it's with the referees, and you get to hear all the stuff that they get to, uh, that they've they've heard over their career. Or the best, I mean, it is not a, it's not the best podcast, but the best wrestling podcasts are when the, they have the referees on, yeah. and you hear about all the stuff that they've done and they've seen, and it's just stuff you would you wouldn't hear wrestlers say, or you wouldn't hear players say, or anybody else say. You know what I mean? So I don't, I can't believe nobody's nobody's doing that. Back to Punk in Long Island at the end of Di- Dynamite or Rampage, one of those things Wednesday night. Well, you know they both do the same they do the same show on both mm-hmm. shows, whatever. Um, he came out wearing uh, Jonathan uh, Jonathan Tavares jersey, Islanders jersey, because now he plays in uh, Toronto. It's a he's a hockey player, he used right? To, right, he used to be. Oh yeah, so he, that's cheap heat right there. Okay, mm-hmm. one they couldn't give that to anybody else. They had to let Punk do that. Two, well, because he's the hockey guy, because sure you know, he took he time off of WWE to. Go watch the Blackhawks win. Wasn't he the UFC guy who thought he can yeah. win a fight and get his ass kicked twice? Mm-hmm. Embarrassed twice? <laughs> uh, Rob looks back at Chris. Chris is over there <laughs> sleeping because we're talking wrestling. I was just talking UFC for a second. Uh, <laughs> but Hook comes out at the end of the show. And who, Everybody's is, giving who does he put in a chokehold? CM Punk. Why? And everybody's giving, everybody's Why giving Hook wasn't shit for MJF. Uh, it's in Long Island. Yeah. Why wasn't MJF the one to go out there? Shit on Hook. I, it was it was off air, wasn't it? So yeah. what did it matter? Why did it have to be him, of all people? Does he need it more than anybody else on that show? Oh, no. Now that he's he's hooked up with Dan Danhausen, very nice. I don't understand very that either. And you know what's crazy, bro, is have you ever seen Danhausen actually wrestle? Very, very little. He can wrestle. Yeah. And his, like, the things he does. His wife is a smoke show. I've never seen her. Things he does on, like, the apron when he's on the apron, like, the outside of the apron, are I've never seen any wrestler use the apron like he does. And I'm like, why aren't they putting this guy in a match? I don't understand. It's every week it's, let me give him chips. Yeah, he could Let he me could give work. him uh, something else. And he now I'm seeing he was talking to Jeff Hardy about, oh, maybe I should. Uh, Jeff Hardy told him that he should. Do a, a fiend gimmick, but call it like the friend, and put it on TV. Like, really, bro? That we're gonna just, we're just stealing people's gimmicks every week now. We can't I, think that, of nothing. That's over there? what it seems like. I mean, I, I could see him in a tag team with Hook, like a a rock and sock connection no kind of deal. But people are actually shitting on Hook for not fully locking in the uh, the Takacha Hajime. Oh, uh, on CM, CM Punk. Punk. So you know what'd be cool. This would be cool. This is how, like, if Tony Khan and Vince McMahon never, if this was, like, really a work, right? Which some people really think it is. is they think this is, like, a work with the AEW and WWE are working together. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, don't either. Think, I don't think it is because Vince McMahon doesn't have time for that. And he definitely doesn't have time for a mark with yeah. an unlimited checkbook. Mm-hmm. I agree. But hear me out. Just to say... Either way, Hook comes to Raw or something, but like with the AEW shirt on. Or I want to see Hook and Dominic Mysterio. Like you would think to be a loud pop if like them two just like 
came out of nowhere because it be it's like both of the young guy, like the super young guys. You don't think that would be like crazy? Like I think it would like, be interesting, but I honestly think that Hook is a better wrestler than Dominic. Well, Hook is a, like an actual wrestler. Like a like a grappler like like cross like, probably like really wrestled in high school type wrestler. I guarantee you Dominic Mysterio didn't wrestle in high school. No, <laughs> are you sure Dominic Mysterio's really raised kid? Because he seems like a kind of tall to be. A he does look. He, he is kind of tall, <laughs> <laughs> way taller than Ray. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing that with Hook. I, I like the Hook character, but to me, CM Punk got stale. In AEW, now they're they waited too long. The, now they they're going to give him the belt. They're going to give him the belt for what? Why would they do that? Why would they give him the belt? They're going to give him the belt. Of course. They have to. But it's probably contracted for him because he's that much of a mark for him. That's probably guaranteed. But they, so they're going to give him the belt. Because I, I, I don't care what Tony Khan says, I don't care what any AEW person says. The worst title run so far in AEW has been Adam Page's. And it's not even close. He's boring. He's boring. He's not even, re- he's barely on TV at all. They're going to give CM Pump a belt, and he's going to go wrestle Lee Moriarty, <laughs> Daniel Garcia. Yeah. Instead of making this an actual show and giving him Brian or Moxley or Miro or where where is Miro? No, Brian Brian Moxley and their other guy are going to be the, the Utah Utah whatever. Yeah, they're going to be the tag team trio champions. That's cool, ain't it? Yeah, <laughs> that's what that's what they went there for. I mean, it, it's <laughs> kind of funny that they formed that faction and oh, we're going to do the the tri championship belts. It's like okay, well you didn't make why it not give it to uh, made that fucking obvious Pac Phoenix and the other guy Cerro uh, Romero. Why not give it to them? They've been a trio for like two years now. Because they weren't coming over there with that WWE shine that... But that is the problem right here, yeah. is that they care too much about fans thinking that instead of caring about what's best for business. Best for business is giving these guys the title, letting them... people Like, look what Jericho... They gave Jericho the title right away. Yeah. And people watched, didn't they? So now what you're going to give it to CM Punk to, to put over Daniel Garcia? Are you kidding me? I mean, you know, if they really cared about getting talent right, they wouldn't have put a belt on Jade right away just for diversity reasons. That's another thing Punk did, too. Good thing he just bought her up, too. The baddie section, right? It's, I mean, I, it's getting over. Yeah. It is. What? Well, I think she's awesome. No, I, I do. do think. I, I do think I she's do. awesome, but she she's, needs a shit ton of work, she's and talented. she shouldn't have a belt. She, just, she needs real training. She, yeah. Dude, she is a character. She gets over. All three of them get over together. That's mm-hmm. a that's a good faction, a good group of women that when they're when they're on TV, you listen to what they say. It's they definitely need more work. And I, I think I even tweeted out the other day. I'm like, I can't wait to go to WWE, <laughs> and and you're in NXT or you're wherever you are, and you with people who can show you actually how to wrestle. And this isn't a shot at you at all. But they will polish you up, and you'll be the biggest star. Could you imagine her and Bianca Belair as a tag team? Oh, or my God. Or a message? Awesome. Bro, they're both like... They're, Even if her and Sasha, just to wrestle each other. Her and... Like, when, when she or starts Charlotte. to get better. Charlotte and Jade, and Jade, if Jade gets better. Like, what? Like, yeah. that's somebody I could believe beating Charlotte for real. I'm pretty sure Jerry the King Lawler would want to be ringside for that just to watch that. <laughs> well, she's a, she's a phenomenal talent, and they're they're doing her wrong by just handing her a belt and letting her squash people. Yeah, you know, you're right, man. And, and moving along with talking talking about AEW, we gave way too much credence to, to Phil Brooks. Uh, we talked about you way too much. So Samoa Joe and Britt Baker, they're both going to be facing Jokers. What are you thinking here, man? Samoa Joe's a tough one because they're in that Jay Lethal uh, storyline with Jay Lethal, uh, the other guy from what's the other? What's his the manager's name? I don't know his name. I it's that uh, the Indian faction. Yeah, right? but yeah. they're like there's so they could that could be something to where because I'm hearing a lot. It might be Davy Boy Smith because of the whole Owen. It's the last. It's the last person coming in so why not give it to somebody like that or a teddy Hart or somebody like that but it could be going back to the ring of honor days you bring somebody like ec3 in i'm hearing yeah it, you know with the with the forbidden door pay-per-view on the way oh, it's true too 
that we, we don't really know what's going on with that. The only thing that we know is they made a million-dollar gate, but then somebody put in small writing, Tony Khan purchased tickets for the event. So I'm wondering if that's what's put them over the million-dollar mark. So we don't know who's going to be coming in with that. There were some releases from New Japan that we talked about. They're, yeah, but they're, they're definitely not. Like Kodo Bushi and Wasprey, you would think, like, there's no way it's them. If, if you figure it's got to be somebody from New Japan, right? Because they're doing that crossover. It, I mean, not necessarily has I mean, to. It also could be, you know, anybody from MLW. You know, we, ever, we always seem to forget MLW. Because all their stuff is taped, so you're not really seeing these guys every single week. But like, but you gotta remember it's Samoa Joe too. So it's your Ring of Honor champion one. So whoever they're he's facing, I doubt you have him lose. Can I say who I want it to be? Who do you want it to be? Jacob Fatu. Are they in that much talks with MLW? I mean, Bobby Fish was in the um, was in the Opera Cup. Yeah, but he's in AEW. Right, but he was in the Opera Cup. He filmed two fusions. Why? You know, in, yeah, in yeah. Night, and then debuted on uh, on AEW. Yeah, but maybe his contract was done with MLW, and that's he why. Only, he was contracted to, to wrestle one, like, for that one night. Like, they don't really contract That would be cool, that. like a Hammerstone or a Fatu. Hey, Fatu and Samoa Joe would be a lot of fun. And I love MLW. The, the people over there are awesome. They treat their wrestlers well, d- despite what Joey Janela was saying. That's the first time I've ever seen him, Jeff, was on MLW. First yeah, time they, I've ever seen they, him. You know, they treat their guys well over there, and... I think Jacob Fatu is ready for a bigger stage. He just set up a, a Samoan uh, dynasty faction mm-hmm. over there. Um, but him against Samoa Joe would be an insane match. And there are two, they're, they're two wrestling Samoans that aren't related. And How can, many Samoans in the wrestling game today are not part of the Anoa'i family? That's true. And I guess they could, they could kind of do that with a screwy finish. You have Jay Lethal, one of them, come in and screw Samoa Joe so it doesn't look like he gets he loses clean, I guess, you know? Yeah, I mean it's just me spitballing. Um, because you know, you have Taya Taya Valkyrie who just wrestled at MLW this past Friday night for the uh the featherweight belt. I unfortunately was not able to be there. It was my wife's birthday. Maybe John Morrison. Maybe if you're thinking her, you know? Yeah, I, I mean I, I think that there's there's a lot of possibilities that it could be, and I hope it's not gonna be somebody that WWE just let go who like really wasn't worth keeping around. So everyone's saying Cesaro because Cesaro's been it's been a while for Cesaro, but Cesaro also was on like Twitter or something the other day, and like he's not like there's like companies saying they've reached out to him, he's not answering anybody. Cesaro and Samoa Joe are one and the same. The second they started getting a build, they got hurt. Same thing like Balor, and that's what kills me with Balor too. Yeah, like, they got hurt. It, it you know. It, you fool me once, shame on me. You fool me twice, you know. Yeah, man, it's what true. The hell? It's, it's true. It, it's it's you could say that about a lot of wrestlers, man. It's they get going, they get going. It's not like it was hurt. back in the day where these guys are taking steroids and not. Nah, really not. To, and it's not that. There's just so many wrestlers, dude. Once you're once you go down, yeah. The but next back guy's in the day, coming. those guys wrestled hurt because they didn't have a fucking choice. Well, now they weren't guys, getting paid either. Yeah, now they have guaranteed contracts to where they can take that time yeah, off. It's true. So it, you know, it, it does make you wonder. So as we're spinning, talking more, or coming towards the end, talking about AEW here. So I, I like what you wrote down here about uh, Eric Bischoff. Eric Bischoff has been going oh. in on AEW, uh, especially talking about how their ratings have gone down since bringing CM Punk in. I just saw, saw speaking of ratings, you were just talking about AEW, I'm on Ringside News. and I don't know if you saw what that guy tweeted the other day, did you? No. So the guy from Ringside News, he has like his own, the guy, you know, Ringside News is a big yeah. business, there's a lot of people. But the person who runs the Twitter account was on Twitter the other day, and I guess they thought they were on Twitter, and they actually weren't. And literally, it was a sentence and a half, word for word, it said, my hands are going up your thigh, and I'm getting close to your panties, dot, 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 and sent it on Twitter. It's all over. Dude, people are destroying I saw days. that. But and, people like, and he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It was, it was, uh, blah, blah, blah. he like made up like some excuse. People are destroying him <laughs> on Twitter. But um, uh, Dynamite, no, what's the Friday show? Rampage, under 350,000 yeah. for this week. Not a good look. 
No, and, and you know they actually had Bear Bronson was uh, was wrestling. It was on a it was a special early start time. Three hundred fifty thousand fails to break three hundred fifty. They've views. been jumping start times with that show every week. When the basketball playoffs were going on, they were putting it on at ten o'clock, and they were saying that well, it's hurting. You know, the the time that's going on is hurting our ratings because of that time. Then they're putting it on at like five o'clock. Well, no shit, that's going to hurt your ratings because newsflash people are just getting out of work at that time yeah it's so what's the next excuse going to be they've had nothing but excuses dude the whole the whole two years and i get it it's it takes time it really does take time three years with name with with wrestlers that have names bullshit but they're not should be enough time they're not pushing those wrestlers it's like we just talked about it before like well, we don't want to use the AEW guys right away because our fans are going to get mad. They might go back to the to the gymnasium and watch ten people wrestle in front of nobody for a hot dog. Yeah, it's you know it's it's crazy. It's funny that you said that because some dickhead on Twitter actually said that to Taya because um, they were like, "I can't believe you're going to go wrestle uh, over at MLW for uh, for a hot dog for a hot pizza. dog." Yeah. And she's like, that. that's how I pay for my house. Yeah, MLW is not that kind of place, though. MLW no. is, is like, it's always in the same arena, too, right? It's always in no. New York? No, no, Wasn't, no. Weren't they out of New York, though, for a while or something uh, like they that? They might have been, yeah. They have it at the old ACW arena, and then they just did it. At, they did a few shows in Gillies and Texas. And then uh, a good they were turnout in, in Texas, yeah. So, that's, so I mean, come They're on, always the show's always packed, dude. They have great, re- and it's, it's crazy because they've had uh, the same wrestlers for a while now. Like Hammerstone's been there for a while, yep. Fatu's been there for a while. It's not like these other organizations, smaller organizations, where wrestlers are in and out, in and out. Sandman out. was just there this past weekend. Sandman looks phenomenal. He does. Me. Like in, in really good shape. He must so. be drinking light beer. The um the Eric Bischoff thing. It was funny because that comes from his podcast with uh, Conrad Thompson, eighty three weeks, and they were talking about it, and they were basically talking about how the IWC, as you call them, the Internet Wrestling Community, how Eric said that pretty much, and and he's and to me, in my opinion, he's absolutely right. If you go on Facebook, Twitter, any of these wrestling groups. 80% of them are a are pro AEW. Mm-hmm. Right? So, why if 80% of the wrestling community is an internet wrestling community is 80% is nobody watching the show? Why? And why and this is where he got an argument with Conrad because he said that Conrad Thompson. he like he thinks that WWE creatively right now Talking about storylines is better than AEW well, yeah, because WWE is all storyline. AEW is two storylines and then matches. And that was together. his point. He said, "Listen, you have fan, you have people who've been watching wrestling for forty years, yeah. maybe thirty five years. I don't know, but over thirty years, we are so in tune to the storyline. That's that's yeah, what keeps what's us what's in the there. Point of if Brett, it's not Brett Sean." I don't watch because of I would you there'd be no Montreal screw job if you didn't know before what happened before. And that. What, what Chris talks about all the time, you know, Papa Shango making the the ultimate warrior. Throw oh, the up. yeah, the giving him the um, the the curse, the curse. Yes, yeah. it was all storyline. But you wouldn't know any of that. You'd be like, "What's going on?" AEW does not do that, and they think, "Oh, our fans just want dream matches. We want this one and that one, this one and that one." Okay, I we all want we all yeah. want that. We've talked. Oh, we want Sting and Undertaker at, at at WrestleMania, right? That was the biggest WrestleMania we would ever want. But if Sting just showed up to WrestleMania and Undertaker was in the ring and you didn't know it, would it be a cool match? Of course it would. Yeah, but you wouldn't. Understand How much why. cooler would it be yeah. if Sting came down from the fucking Raptors after Royal Rumble after Taker just yeah. tombstone Kane and. Then they did a month program. Well, you're talking, they did a two week program. No, you're you'd be right, like, and, and, you're, and you're talking about pointless stuff in AEW. Why was Darby Allen jumping off the top of a giant ladder into Jeff Hardy into six chairs on TNT for free? And he lost. And he lost. He did that for free. Why wouldn't you do that spot on Fight TV? Where these gum bumping assholes can pay their thirty dollars for pay per views to make them happy because you just put Jeff Hardy's career 
at risk. You just put your own career at risk for TNT. I got an idea. Chris, write this down. We're going to send Tony Khan a letter, right? And we're going to tell him that all the matches for AEW, all like the good ones, these these I want my favorite wrestler to wrestle this favorite wrestler, we're going to put them on the first of the month. $5. You know why we're going to put them on the first of the month? Because that's when the welfare check That's right, baby. They can all hook up their cards. And we could get him. That's how he gets more than 350000 You don't wait till the 17th when everyone's spent it on Miller Lite and Newports. No, because then you're smoking Mavericks by the 17th. Trust me, I know this, bro. You do that. Shout out to Keysburg. And you get, <laughs> and you get all the money. You get all the money right away. You don't charge a hefty fee. $5. $5. That's it. Everybody gets on. You get all the dream matches. You see Ric Flair at 73 years old. You see Darby <laughs> Allen try to kill himself. You get, you get it. In the company of your own home. Yeah, so you don't I mean, have to brush out your brand new overalls. It, it was a cool spot, but I think it was very unnecessary for to be giving away. Just like, and everybody talks about Goldberg winning the belt was stupid because they gave it away for free. Well, putting your career at risk, jumping off a ladder into a forty-nine-year-old man in through chairs is a big risk to be given away for free. Too. They hadn't, but this is the difference. WCW was going against Raw on Monday nights. This was Monday night that they gave away the title right. for free. More people would have seen it on Monday night. You see Goldberg win the title against uh, the NWO. You're like, whoa, whoa what's going to happen next week? I'm not mm-hmm. watching Raw next week. I'm watch- I want to see what's happening over here next week. So it makes sense. And that was the other good point he made is, you know, Raw does very good because it's on Monday. Our brains are thought our football is Monday night. And wrestling has always been Monday night. Mm-hmm. Not always been wrestling goes right, on Saturday. Since but for 40, yeah, for, for like thirty years, wrestling has come on Monday night. So our brain always, even if you don't watch wrestling anymore, mm-hmm. you know wrestling is on Monday night. So when they put it on Wednesday and Friday, in our heads, after thirty years, we're not thinking that wrestling. You're not reminded that wrestling is on Wednesday or Friday. No, I mean the only reason why I know is because we have the show. <laughs> and I'm serious though. But if you're not a regular hardcore fan, you don't know. You know, so that's why ratings are down now. People forget the internet and all this stuff. Like, we didn't have this stuff 20 years ago. To be honest, I was talking to somebody today, and Chris, this is something you could say too. Growing up in the late 90s, early to late 2000s, probably the greatest time to be a professional sports fan or a sports fan, period. Yeah, I mean, there, you, could, you could probably hear another era argue that, but I do agree. Being that it is my era, but agreed. Just in general life, the latchkey kids, the last the last generation of latchkey kids. Think about that. Where you were able to walk home from school without an adult. I used to leave elementary school and walk home two miles. I was five, I was in fourth grade, third grade. Yeah. Could you imagine now? Same deal though. All all across the Kids nowadays, fans nowadays, it's fickle. The UFC has the same issue, too, with a watered-down roster. You have a ton of new talent, and you have a lot of guys, and you have a lot of advertisers that you have to please. It's not even about putting on a good show. It's just literally saying, here's the show. So advertisers are happy. You have all these requirements to meet. That's what it really is. They don't care about about promoting anymore with the UFC. And the same thing, they, they worry about pay-per-views, and they promote those. But everything else is just filler. Yeah, you're right. And... AEW has another pay-per-view that's coming up before the um, the Forbidden Door, and Darby Allen could have saved that spot for the pay-per-view, but now he's going to have to top that. What's the other pay-per-view before Forbidden Door? I forget. What Why it's are called. they pushing Forbidden Door so hard now, then? I, because it's like their WrestleMania. I thought All Out was their WrestleMania. See how confusing this shit is no, with me I, with AEW? Because I, I All Out you, was like their WrestleMania right for me. Now with, with what the pay-per-view is. Why? Uh, but they push Forbidden Door like every week. It's, you see it on, on Rampage or Dynamite. And that was another one before that? Yeah, it's... um. Oh, God, it's, it's coming up. Is that the one where CM Punk is fighting... What's his name? That's not Forbidden Double Door? Double or Nothing is the one that's coming up next. It Wasn't cool. that their WrestleMania? I thought so. <laughs> But apparently the Forbidden Door is going to be their WrestleMania. And Double or Nothing, that's your next pay-per-view. So how is Darby Allen going to top what he just did on Wednesday night for the pay-per-view? Who? When is the pay-per-view? Sunday, right? Isn't It's soon because CM Punk's fighting, what's his name? Or uh, wrestling uh, Adam Page. Uh, May 25th. Yeah, yeah so, not, so not next Sunday, not next week, next week. This is what I'm talking about. So I, I, I've been watching because obviously because of the show. I couldn't tell you besides the pe- the page 
and uh, CM Punk. CM Punk. Yeah. That's it. What else is there to know? I I don't know. You know what there is to know? We need to have Dave go get a job over there so he could fill us in on when all this stuff is going to happen. Because I mean, I'm interested in the point that we we huh. have to watch it for the show. I want to like it so bad, just so because I'm tired of WWE. I'm I'm one of those people who. Watch WWD and I'm so, I get so frustrated sometimes. And the, trust me, there's things I like where I'm like, all right. And then there's things I'm like, what the hell is going on over there? Because they have no competition. And that's honestly what I think. And it's still like that. Like, this yeah. isn't comp. And this isn't a shot at anybody over there. You have great talent over there. Use them properly. Story proper writers. Them. Make them tell a story during a match. Don't just go, bro. When You know what's crazy, man? You watch any Bret Hart match. Anyone, any single one, you watch it. If they're if if he's wrestling Sean, he goes after his his back the whole match. Yep. He's wrestling Diesel, he goes after his legs the whole match. Uh, Stone Cold neck his whole match. He tells a story the whole time until he puts that sharpshooter on, and you're like, well, his legs hurt, so it's over. He works that leg for 20 minutes. It's a story the whole entire match. Well, I don't know if you were here when uh, we were talking about this uh, with. Rhonda and Charlotte, when um, Rhonda came out with uh, with a brace on her knee, right? They were they were making it that Rhonda hurt her knee. Charlotte didn't go for her leg once. Her move is a figure eight. Mm-hmm. She didn't go for her leg one time. They were working her shoulder. Like somebody's got to start helping them tell a Why? story. I don't. I don't know. I really don't know. I don't know if they think that it's it's too old school. This is why I wish we had guys like like Buck on to come talk to us or um, Kevin Matthews to kind of explain to us why the old way of doing things is not the right way. Is, isn't the right way anymore? You know, it could just be because you know you know how it is. If you it's take your ball and go home or, or you know the old people get out of here this is our way now and it doesn't work that way anymore yeah and we're just too old now to not understand it i guess i mean i really i don't, I don't know. get it um i wish i did <laughs> well I, I mean look man this was uh this was a great show just just you and it i was. here a long um and we this is it's going to be us from now on guys uh whether or not we're going to have video that that might be you know seen in the upcoming weeks but Please like and subscribe to the video that we are going to be putting on there, um, which our podcast is going to be on on our YouTube channel. Guys, if you want to, we're also going to take emails from fans. I yes. think we're going to start doing. So if you want to email Tommy and I, or you want to talk shit about Chris or Dave, we will read all emails. Uh, send them to fightfactoryquestions at gmail.com. We will answer anything you want to send a video. We'll put it on the show. All questions. You got any questions for Tommy, me? You want to tell Chris and Dave how you feel about them for uh, leaving you high and dry? Or you could check them out on Chop Sports Daily every single day, except for the weekends, 11 to 12. And, guys, uh, check head over to FightBookMMA.com for all of your MMA and pro wrestling news that you don't get from us here. Uh, so... Fight Factory's in the books. Chris, thanks for sitting back there behind the glass. Uh, We're just going to insult you again next week. So we will see you guys same bat time, same bat channel. This one for an all. Hall of Fame 2022.